Hello and welcome to The Hill is Always Greener, a show where four friends create chill discussions about Sonic the Hedgehog from the ground up to distract themselves from the inevitable patches of time and their own rapidly waning ability to relate to the youth. I'm Cyberlink. I'm Game Buddy. I'm Falaro. And I'm Rock the Jake. And uh, this has been a long time coming. <laughs> Guys, please say that you've done something Sonic-y recently to delay this conversation. We have as much delayed as we can. it enough. This we've been on it. We've been in this call for over an hour now, talking about anything but this topic. We were talking about the Super Mario World cartoon before we got started to distract ourselves from the fact that we're going to be talking about one of the many pillars of destruction. One of the one of those things that one of those topics that we have been putting off forever because it's just oh. Yes, on, we, we we pride ourselves on this show on, even though we do get into deep, critical topics, like we, we really try and keep a lighter tone, we, yeah. we definitely try not to fall into that Sonic fan pitfall of finding a scapegoat um, to, to just complain about the whole time, but... Okay, okay. Y'all remember our Sonic Heroes episode where by the end of it, we had all kind of had our rose-tinted glasses shattered a little bit because it wasn't as fun to actually play, but we still found lots of really fun things to talk about. Like, I had really fun going through the Japanese version and talking about how good the music is. Well, we're going to try really, 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 really hard to do that today because we're talking (laughs) about Sonic the Hedgehog 4, colon episode one a timely discussion because we are literally just hitting at the time of release the 13th anniversary of this game's release as of tomorrow um Ooh, to boy. when this comes out yeah yep october 7th 2010 the world was graced with the next installment after so many years of the classic sonic game trilogy finally sonic the hedgehog 4 as we truly imagined it <laughs> yes to to quote the original project needle mouse teaser trailer built from the ground up a new classic sonic adventure mm. like a like a radiant beam of light from the heavens yes yes hey y'all remember when they they showed that trailer and it's like you know to it's obviously like the Sonic One banner logo, but everyone was having fun with yeah, it. Yeah, like, I, oh, I remember Pikachu in a sombrero. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, wasn't that fun? See, we're already having fun, folks. <laughs> we actually I'm trying to remember. We get classic Sonic back. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I will say at the top here, like the fact that it is modern Sonic in a classic Sonic game is like my least complaint. Like, I don't yeah. mind that at all. <laughs> yeah, I can get behind that. Like we mm-hmm. we just recently talked about Sonic Advance 1 that had modern Sonic in it and it was a pretty darn good classic style game. Yes. Also, yes. also mainly developed by Dimps, a really good mm. Dimps Sonic game. Yeah. Now this one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Oh man, where to start? I mean, we 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 mentioned that original teaser trailer. It's still up on the official Sonic the Hedgehog YouTube page. Uh, it's it's interesting to read those comments because there are, and I will say, God bless the people who who literally go on those and say like, "This was my first Sonic game when I was four, and it'll always have a special place in my heart." I'm glad I read some of those to again put me in this like. It, you know perspective of it it takes all kinds like there there's every sonic game is some sonic fans favorite sonic game so um, we're always saying 
let he among us who is without affinity for something terrible they played as a kid cast the first stone yes um amen sega really did like present this as a huge event like this i mean we, we've already said they called it sonic 4 as in a direct yeah. sequel to sonic the hedgehog 3 and knuckles um and again the 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 uh, uh the trailer again says it was built from the ground up um however like doing my cursory research and again i've I've dove back into good old sonic retro that uh uh allegedly this was like mostly developed by dimps who who handled a lot of sonic stuff the advance the rush series etc etc that this was is allegedly running on a version of the sonic rush engine and when i found that out i was like Okay, yeah, a lot of a lot more things make sense because if this game, if Sonic was controlling like he did in Rush with the boost and the the big vertical jumps and the exploration, yeah, might see how this would work a little better. But they're they're trying to ape the classic games, and oh boy, it just I I guess the thing that hurts the most is yeah, we just talked about Sonic Advance and how much that first game feels so much like the classics, even though it doesn't really need to because it's its own game. And then we get to this and it don't, man, it don't at all. <laughs> I I replayed both of these, which were we were saving episode two for another day because there's actually a lot more to talk about and what they changed and altered when it came to episode two. But I played both of these, um, I want to say maybe last year, maybe a year and a half ago, just for whatever reason, booted up my PlayStation 3 and thought I'd get a couple of uh, uh, trophies in there. And I just didn't remember right off the bat, like you, you press a direction for Sonic to start moving in. And if you let go, he just stops. (laughs) (laughs) Just like a dead weight. (laughs) Yeah. Being able to stop on a dime, like he said he was going to do in the art, like he said he could do in the Archie comics. Uh, but no, that's not Sonic. I don't know how to say this that doesn't like end up making somebody look or feel real bad, but the movement feels like some of the old fan games I used to play. Yeah, yeah, mm. and again, like they those at least have an excuse like we we recall our discussion on fan games to where forcing sonic to work in some of those old uh game making engines was a miracle in its own right but this is straight from you know this is straight from the loins of sega that birthed the original (laughs) sonic like hmm goodness gracious that's a that's another thing that i do not have a problem with at all the fact that the homing attack is in this game it just feels really bad because if you are not constantly holding down a directional button like you have just no momentum uh going forward and if you're doing it against a boss man you just bounce right off like you you do the damage yeah but you you cannot control where you land yeah i think that the use of the homing attack also caused the uh, level design team to get a little bit... I think that in this game in particular and other 2D games that have the homing attack as a default thing, like uh, Generations 3DS, I think having to do homing attack chains to cross a gap is about 
as boring a level design choice as you could possibly have <laughs> and it never feels good or is like conducive to the rest of the game like i think it's more forgivable in the 3d games but it is never like worked in 2d well the homing attack served a function in 3d yeah that was like the only way you could do that like at the time it was the only way they could imagine that you could do the old bopping badniks trick that you could do in the old games where you'd bounce from one to another there was like well it's a 3d space that's like a real crap shoot so we'll make it sonic can shoot right in their direction uh, but because it became like associated with sonic's skill set and this is modern sonic they almost felt like obliged to put that in there i guess yeah, it's it's just unfortunate that it's taken them, and even in Frontiers, it's not exactly the same, because Frontiers is more based on, like, the unleashed version of the homing attack. The homing attack has never felt as good as it did in Sonic Adventure 2, where Sonic, he you know, he hops up and does a cool little, like, flippy triple axle, but also, like, keeps his momentum like you can push forward a little bit but it's just so weird that they they've never been able to nail that and i mean especially in this game like the homing attack also has no momentum like i i think the 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 target reticle he has is probably necessary because otherwise you would just have no idea where he was going to go with it because the yeah the, the the sense of speed and momentum with that attack is just not there uh, i do want to say in defense of the homing attack use in Sonic 4, um, my greatest use of it was when I'm actually not targeting an enemy and when I'm using mm. it simply to get a quick boost of speed, especially on more of a straightaway. Yeah, no, you can pick up speed real fast. Yeah, yeah. it's super it's like helpful. It's a speedrunning tactic. It's almost, it's not the drop dash. It's nowhere near as cool as the drop dash, but it gives you something. Yeah. <laughs> to gain it's, momentum. It's super helpful to go from like zero to like 50 in just like a couple seconds when you do that, so to speak. I do know that, like, it threw me off for a while because my brain has so internalized modern Sonic's moveset as, you know, homing attack and stomp that it's like, I found myself repeatedly trying to stomp after <laughs> using a homing attack to <laughs> land on specific spots mm -hmm. so I could, like, hit a speed booster or whatever. And it took a real long time to untrain my brain to not do that. Man, that would help in some of those levels with the big gimmicks, uh, being able to yep. stop on a particular yeah. spot. Well, it's funny you say that because you let go of Sonic while he's running and you do exactly that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I think the worst like crime of the homing attack, though, is, hey, do you remember the Bubbles Badnik from Sonic 3 and Marble Garden Zone? You're going to be seeing a hell of a lot of that guy just so you can, you got an excuse to use the homing attack. So he's dotted throughout the level in like very <laughs> obvious, like, here's your homing attack section uh, groups. So that's great. It's it's so weird with that bad Nick that they have the default version you see is the blue one. And if you know Sonic 3, you know, like spikes are supposed to pop out of him. But that never happens until you get to later zones where there is a red one with spikes. So I did some digging on this. Uh -oh. And according to the old Sonic 4 episode one website. Bubbles is a balloonfish type robot who returns back from the ruins of Angel Island. Due to Eggman's budget cuts, not all versions of Bubbles are spiked. Oh my However, God. watch out for the red ones. <laughs> that feels like an Ian Flynn ass sort of explanation. I know. That was, that was pre Ian, but I still love it. That's but it does very feel good. like it. Yeah, that's right up there with watch out for Robotnik's insidious traps. If you get caught in one, you might have to reset the game. Hmm. 
I, I think before we get into like the, the zones themselves and, and the game, like it would, we, we have to get into the fact that the, was it the entirety of this game? The Xbox yeah, the 360 version was leaked on a, uh, a developer testing platform. Uh, PartnerNet. Yes, which was a, a testing platform online for developers. The entire thing leaked. Uh, I, I, I kind of remember this, that, you know, people who had were able to like download it and play it. And I mean, the feedback wasn't good, folks. Yeah, like this this was a big thing back when it happened, I remember. Like somebody posted a full playthrough of the game on Sonic Retro and they had to like ban all discussions of leaks for a while. PartnerNet actually like got taken down for a bit while they worked out like how this got out and it was a whole kerfuffle. Like this was in February 2010, it's 5 months before the game was supposed to be released. Yeah. So even then, we're already basically seeing everything, and people were not impressed. I I think the biggest thing to to draw away from the leak is that um, it sure seems like uh, they wanted the mobile versions, which I think the the iPhone at the time was the lead uh, the lead platform for the mobile versions. The content between the mobile versions and the console versions they wanted to be like in parody like one-to-one with no changes and that was one of the biggest complaints people had because there is a lot of uh tilt and touch controls in the mobile versions that just don't i mean it's just bad for a console game that is meant to be played on your large television so that i think uh uh Izuka revealed like later that that was a big factor in why the game was delayed uh, several months to October to make some changes there. And man, I, I I don't know the details. I don't want to get into it. I bet those were some really terrible months to be working on this Sonic game at Sega yeah. for sure. I bet. Yeah. Um, Cause I mean, realistically, like the very tangential, like layperson's understanding I have of game development, there ain't a lot you can do in three months. That's for sure. Um, but they, they did make changes to the console versions uh, to differentiate, differentiate it from the mobile version. And, uh, you know, I, I, I want to get back, want to, want to come back to this maybe at the end after going through it, it really seems like the phone versions may have been like the main skew they were developing for. And man, if this was just a mobile game, like called Sonic mobile or something, cause this was like right before, you know, people started putting quote unquote real games on mobile. Like, I really think like the reception would have been probably more tepid than negative because it just would have been oh yeah they they tried to do a classic style sonic game on a phone and it controls okay um but the yeah the fact that they put this out on everything and called it sonic the hedgehog 4 like oh boy it was going to be called supposedly sonic the portable there are still signs in some in one of the levels showing that title so like but sega of america supposedly came along and was like nah no 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 this classic game, this is going to be Sonic the Hedgehog 4. Oh, boy. This is the next Sonic game. This is the next classic Sonic game. This is the one, guys. This is Sonic 4. <laughs> it's finally here. Finally, after all these years. This is Sonic 4, guys. Oh, man. <laughs> Everyone's going to love it. We're going on all the consoles. We're, we're going to promote the heck out of it. People have been wanting Sonic 4. This is it. This 
fucking thing. It's Sonic 4. Look at it. <laughs> Do you remember Sonic 3 and Knuckles? Do you remember the Super Emeralds, the Hyper Forms, the everything, the two carts? There's Sonic 4. It's Sonic 4, <laughs> and it's just Sonic. Have fun. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, we are, we're going on one of those, again, I think we've said this with several things, like we are going on some assumptions and scuttlebutt, but, and one of those things we'll definitely never know for sure, because it's an embarrassing, like, business decision, but mm-hmm. yeah, it, it's super hard uh, for me not to think like that was the case, like this feels like a mobile game like even back in 2010 like this feels like a mobile game i don't even know if like the project because it was going to be project needle mouse was the title do you think that was going to be what they they went into this like no we're taking sonic back to the very very beginning when he when we didn't know what a hedgehog was actually called (laughs) i I don't know because that is a cute reference to you know an old like mistranslated nickname for sonic before he was called sonic but then this was also pre like I'm not going to say the meta era pre the, you know, the, the revamp of Sonic on social media where they kind of started to lean into like funny stuff like that. So maybe that was just it. Like, Hey, remember that, you know, some old trivia that, you know, people on Sonic retro will pick up on Mr. Needle mouse. Um, I, I, I just don't know. Like it is, it, it is hard for me to believe that they actually went into starting this game saying like, no, this is Sonic the, Fucking hedgehog fucking four <laughs> considering like how it turned out like oh man it would just make a lot more sense if yes this started as like a stopgap like you know the the engage port of sonic advance version of a sonic game it's <laughs> sonic the portable instead of sonic four famously the music in this one is very divisive uh it was the the sound director composer was you know famous sonic composer june senue um I, I did find a quote that said he did try he did explore using like legit mega drive sound fonts like hardware accurate but could not find the old um hardware that they used on like the original games that had that and so settled with this which i think is just a reproduction with with samples and various but uh yeah people people don't like this music um me included there there are some catchy melodies but um yeah no can't say i like this music as a whole this is not the forte of mr senile um like we have talked in great detail how much we love the music of like the sonic adventure games and his con and we've and some of his contributions to sonic 3d uh that's going to be relevant (laughs) so um (laughs) unfortunately (laughs) but there is something about when you put jen's june senaway in front of us just a synthesizer and give him a a bunch of the, the drum sound font from sonic one uh that things just don't seem to come together very well that a lot of the tracks feel very rushed thrown together they loop really quickly um and of course the synth is not to everyone's taste i should say yeah and and i do want to be clear that we're more sharing our disappointment because i think Mm. we all admired like june's work like i think he's 
I, I think he's very good. I think he might even be like genius level when it comes to some of his compositions. Like, have you seen that man on a guitar? Like, it's like his hands, like, just know what to do. So it, it really does make me wonder, like, what happened here? And I, I, you know, from, and again, we're very early. We've heard a little bit of music from Sonic Superstars, which will, will not be, uh, which is at the time of recording, like, still very far away <laughs> relatively um but but i i don't want to accidentally fall into like a, a, again just talking about like oh man you know hope june's not doing any classic music because it really blows like i yeah i just don't know man like it, it's got to be something weird um and but uh, you know as far as superstars goes i'm very glad to hear he is the director working with lots of artists like t lopes and i think that's going to turn out fine it's just back when sonic 4 came out just everybody was really scratching their heads like what what is this music like literally like what is it what happened <laughs> yeah, and like to be fair you know the compositions are actually pretty solid you know i've heard some remixes of all of these that all sound really good it's really just the specific synths chosen for the instruments that do not come out great even worse so in the wii version yeah version of this game is super odd because Nintendo had an incredibly archaic policy of their downloadable games had to be under a certain file size so they had to compress and uh, filter the music for this episode through I've seen people say it's some kind of MIDI sequencer it's I, I have not seen the exact thing but yeah the music sounds different and some tracks even sound even worse if you can believe it Yeah. <laughs> as far as the music in the game, I I definitely enjoy I actually do enjoy quite a few of the melodies and the percussion throughout the the the, the game as a whole, but I, I think Luke hit the nail on the head that the specific choice of synthesizers and virtual instruments and stuff like that uh can be either a bit of a miss to a straight up like why did he choose this particular sound font? Mm-hmm. <laughs> The, the compositions just aren't rich enough to be a classic Sonic game. The, 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 mm-hmm. the tracks don't like extend enough to have like different layers and different segments and the reprises. That, the kind of things that you would hear in a classic Sonic game that just, you know, the, the music will swell and it will, it will I don't know. Like and and it's also weird that Jun Senaway like I don't think this is necessarily a bad thing, but Jun Senaway also decided to, for the most part, have each act have like a different like uh, melody altogether. Unlike with Sonic Three and Knuckles, where there would be like a variation of the previous melody, it would be more like a Sonic Adventure level, where the first part would be its own song, and then the second part would be a different song altogether. Uh, but mm-hmm. that if. That that on its own isn't bad, but it feels a bit. It's almost kind of inconsistent, like, and doesn't match what they're going for, which is like a classic style Sonic game. Can you not hear those snare drums? They never stop. <laughs> <laughs> I I think it's interesting too, um, and I will say I think there's a good reason that Splash Hill is about the only song from this game that ever gets featured in other things. Um, and gets remixes, and was also the only composition on the official Episode 1 and 2 soundtrack that got a bonus track that bridged all three acts together, so it's like a, like you said, a nice, like, 
oh, flows from one to another. Because um, Splash Hill is the one that has the most, like, I hear some of the synths. I hear a little bit of, like, Sonic Adventure and Heroes, specifically, like, um, uh, what you call it? Uh, not Wave Ocean, Ocean Palace and Seaside Hill. Yeah. Um, and I, I really think, like, they should have just ditched the trying to sound like classic yeah. and just go with, like, just just write good melodies with modern instruments. Just just let James Senoway do a Sonic Adventure Star soundtrack. Yeah. Like, stop 10. Like, I know this isn't. I know, I know it's isn't, like, a big budget game. But just let him go. D- don't make him constrained by what you think some uh, a classic Mega Drive game should sound like. Just let him do a bunch of fun, cool Sonic music. Let the man cook. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of Splash Hill, y'all ready to jump into the the scant few Before zones this game we has? Get started, I just want to say right off the bat that when Sonic 4 came out back in 2010, I was one of the people who was really excited about this game. I mean, I know this is like, we've gotten past the release. I was really like into the idea that we were getting a classic style Sonic game for the first time. So when it was revealed that it wasn't going to be classic Sonic, I was like, well, I I don't know what I expected, but fine. Maybe it'll still play really good. Maybe it'll give me that lovely nostalgia that brings me back to the Sonic that I used to love. And I at the time was seeing all around me all across the sonic community everyone in unison their voices cried out i hate this this is terrible sega what is wrong with you the fans always make it better we can't believe this and <laughs> there is one thing that i will all that i have a bad habit doing i will admit this wholeheartedly when enough fans are annoying enough about something that they really dislike, I will, if I'm looking forward to it even a little bit, will enjoy it out of spite. And this is exactly <laughs> what happened with Sonic the Hedgehog 4, while I spent the whole first of my first playthrough convincing myself this wasn't a pile of dog shit. And I, I trust me, I was lying to myself so much. And do you know what? I, that, that's not the best like way to setting this up. But I will say, at the time, I told myself okay it's not a full classic sonic game but i'm sure that this is a nice start for them doing a new uh, just it's not really sonic 4 but it's like a new beginning it's like sonic 1 again i can accept that it's episode one maybe the next one will be good so (laughs) that's just my little that's where i stood when i first started this up and that's what we're gonna do now we're gonna start up sonic 4 episode one no i i'm glad you said that because i feel like i also did that a for a long time you know and i'm not saying that it's like no i still enjoyed sonic games like i i really enjoyed frontiers like wholeheartedly and like this show i've been going back to and realizing like oh man maybe i was a little too hard on like you know adventure one and etc i definitely did that with sonic 4 as well <laughs> like well i'm gonna enjoy something out of it yeah. in fact i remember because it came out i believe 
what four or five days before the console ports i downloaded and bought the the episode one on my god but this had been my iphone 4 and i remember playing it like in between uh uh like shifts at work like on breaks and thinking like oh this is pretty okay on the phone and you know just (laughs) not thinking of how somehow I, i i knew i had my xbox by then somehow some part of my brain maybe just to preserve me was like don't buy the wii version get the get the xbox version like even my my cope riddled brain was like don't do that to yourself (laughs) um but yes i i completely understand where you're coming from and i try to remember that like replaying this like there was a time where i did cut it a lot of slack so i'm trying to remember that mindset and approach it as new as i can as i you know well i tried that this time i was like okay i know it's not good but maybe this time will be all right like it was the first time and what i did is i <laughs> had my copy on steam bought to me in the sonic bundle by ae double that god love that goes on sale like every five minutes <laughs> and i le- and i installed it and i was excited to play it and it was like you need to install java i'm like it's fine java in 2023 that thing is gonna give me hella viruses boy and i held off on playing it until today i was like here's here's the thing the game doesn't even use java it's just the launcher it's just the launcher i didn't even have it (laughs) (laughs) what is i know it's an older game now there is a mod that you can use to skip the launcher and just play the game without installing Java. Okay. Oh, I should have used that before. <laughs> I, uh, since we're all talking about how we play the game, uh, I, I played this on the PlayStation 3. Um, I believe you did as well, Jeremy. Yes, I did as well. Yeah. Um, and as far as me going back to it after all these years, I at, at first I was like kind of like bracing myself of like, okay, I remember how this goes. Let me, let me get ready for this. And honestly, when I started Splash Hill, like... I'm not going to lie, I got hit with kind of a wave of nostalgia because it, it reminded me of my early college days when I would like, like when me and my group of friends were like, were like so excited about this coming out and we were all talking about it and like getting ready for it. And and this also brings me to a point, um, we have a note here in our outline talking about the Xbox 360 version had like a lot of tie-ins and purchase, purchasable mm-hmm. DLC and stuff. And I think it's important to mention that because... When I first played the game, I did get it for Xbox 360, and I was excited for all those tie-ins. And I think most of us... Yeah, yeah, I was about to say, I think most of us here also first played it on Xbox 360, right? I think we were all friends on Xbox 360, We all and we yep. all saw ourselves get those little outfits on our avatars, and we're yeah. like, whoa, it's so cool. Yeah. I like. I think. I think I saw somebody like get like the supersonic hat or whatever for their avatar and i was just like you son of i'm gonna kill you (laughs) i remember i think it was this this group in this call and several other people from the old sonic paradox forums including richie like like comparing and trying to because because there were several that were tied to achievements and some were pretty difficult and Oh man, I would I don't even know if I can look it up now. I thought for sure I got the like Eggman outfit that was very hard to unlock and like I didn't take that thing off my stupid avatar for <laughs> because again, that was like, you know, it was kind of your sunk cost fallacy. It was like, okay, yeah. I've bought this game. I have, you know, looked at all the and there was there were things you could purchase for your avatar as well, but then you get to like, oh, okay, there's an achievement for um 
you know, an achievement and a reward for getting through the final zone without taking a hit and no. unlocking that. And oh boy. Um, yeah, definitely that helped like soften the blow of like, well, it's something to do and a, a digital reward for continuing to play this game. Well, you know, I'm glad, Jake, you brought this up because you've actually put me in a good mood now because you're making me think about the times <laughs> I spent on my 360 and all of us playing like this at the same time. Like, yep, yeah. Yep. <laughs> but when Jeremy talks about the sunk corpse fallacy, you put me in a bad mood because I think about how Sonic 06 was my first game on this yeah! console. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I I'm, got it for this, that game. Oh my gosh. I don't know why I did. We're, we're trying to keep it light, folks, but I mean, is there not anything more <laughs> than being a Sonic fan than your sunk cause fallacy line? <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, I do I, I do think for like, if, if somebody wanted to approach this from like time spent to reward gotten, that's not crack grammar but anyway <laughs> i think it, like the xbox 360 version back in the day would be the best way because of all the tie-ins and stuff like that yeah yeah absolutely like i <laughs> replaying this on the ps3 like i randomly got a trophy for killing a thousand enemies and i'm like who cares <laughs> how dare you how dare you try and reward me for that <laughs> hey but back in the day man my gamer score was really important to me yeah I mean, yeah, speaking of nostalgia, like, regardless of, like, those first few notes of Splash Hill, which, look, I kind of want to skip over the title screen that has no attract No, mode. we need to talk about the title screen. <laughs> oh, what, no. a, what an animation. What an, wow, what a piece. Of, I just, look at that thing. It sure is a JPEG of Sonic with another JPEG of his hand shaking weirdly. <laughs> Yeah, it, it, it's not just the the janky Sonic animation. It's the fact that it is a soulless, like <laughs> almost not even art background. It's some, it's some, <laughs> what was that Gen Six console? It's some Gen Six console water with some rocks. Like, would it compared to again? We are comparing this to the Sonic One opening with your sparkles and your your pretty water and your cheese. Yep, Sorry, yep. <laughs> Sorry. I hope that's it. <laughs> um, and it's just ugly. And the the you know the little and it's the fact that it comes right after the classic Sega jing jingle, and you're like, oh, they use the classic Sega jingle. Wow, they're oh, <laughs> I'm just. It feels like the title screen for Sonic Mania was like a statement of like, this ain't Sonic 4, lads. Look at how many frames Sonic took. In fact, <laughs> it's actually a ludicrous amount of frames. He did not <laughs> need to move that much to get into place, but we did it anyway. <laughs> Guys, we've been talking for this long and we still haven't gotten past the title screen. Yes. Well, <laughs> okay, okay. Let me say one positive thing. I do think that the the options screen, you know, the, the new game continue... And the stage select screen, the music is pretty catchy. Like, the, it's probably the least offensive tracks. Fine. It's fine. It's just all the same synth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, it is. Skipping this, is it a few this is as good an opportunity as any to jump right into first zone Splash Hill. Meow, 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 meow. Remember that truck in Sonic the Hedgehog, the movie 2, that said Splash Hill on it? That was kind of funny. And the Knuckles destroyed it. <laughs> oh yeah so we did so yeah splash hill the the only song anyone really remembers from this game 
<laughs> it might be because that. it's the only act, only act that some people played because they tried <laughs> controlling Sonic and they're like, okay, no. Goodbye. <laughs> and it really wants to be Green Hill Zone really, 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 really badly. Yes. The, the, the biggest problem, I think, with these zones and something they did improve upon in episode two which we will we will give credit when credits due when we cover that is that all of these zones are just rehashes of others there is no combination there are a couple extra new gimmicks but yeah splash hill zone is just green hill it's like barely maybe with a little taste of emerald hill two wildly disparate zones slammed together for the first time and a tiny (laughs) smidgen of of what is it oh what's the one in sonic advance 3 sunset set hill is that yes a smidgen of that but only because act three the sun is setting and then you know some part of you is like oh wow it's like knuckles chaotix if you're a weird old fan but then no (laughs) (laughs) oh it is like knuckles chaotix i don't want to play this (laughs) the daytime's changing (laughs) (laughs) since this is the first level i think we can go ahead and yeah i think this is a good time for us to mention some of the control aspects of the game because you can run into them right in the very beginning like right in the first few seconds and i'll start with two and then you guys can jump on after that uh the first one is and you know like there was like famous pictures of this like right after the game came out (laughs) sonic's momentum when going up a hill is bad and you can literally be like just standing like diagonally or horizontally (laughs) because he just he just sits there he just stands there uh, another one is the spin dash in the game um, is neutered beyond all recognition. Mm. Um, but the weird thing is, when I was playing it, I got more use out of the spin dash by hitting it just once instead of trying to do like the insane tapping to charge it up. Yeah, I, I I don't think tapping it actually does anything. I think if my memory, I think it makes it worse. I think my if my memory serves, like in the classic games, like six taps is your like the sweet spot. <laughs> That's the um your optimal. That is the optimal amount of taps for like getting up to full speed. But I don't think it does anything in Sonic Four, and I, I it is a little nitpick. I don't like how Son the the weird thing is there. Is Sonic actually using like pre-rendered sprites in this game, or is it a 3D model? It is all the all of the characters and enemies are models, but all of the environments and things they interact with are pre-rendered sprites. I thought so. Okay, that probably does explain a few of my little nitpicks. Like, I don't like how Sonic looks when he jumps. It's it's a weird like. I don't know. It's closer to like a Sonic Adventure 2, but because it's 2D, it just looks off. Like, yeah. you know how in the classic games and Sonic Adventure, like there is a, uh, I wouldn't call it a buffer frame. It's a solid frame where Sonic turns into like a solid blue ball for like every four frames. Oh, That's yeah. missing from this. And I always like that because it's just kind yeah. of funny looking. Like it's Sonic curled up and then you get one flash of he's, oh, he's a little, you know, a, a rolled up on a little ball but that doesn't happen here and i think it no it doesn't happen in the weird special stages either and it sticks out more there but yeah and the spin jazz just looks bad like it looks like someone created a a smart object in an old version (laughs) of flash yeah um yeah does that make sense to all this old uh flash animators in this call It also has a little trail. He has like a blue trail. I noticed when he's doing like spin attacks and spin dashes, like in Sonic Adventure. But that's kind of distracting to me. I don't know why. I I, I don't like how his top speed looks either. Like, um, where he starts to melt. 
Like, I, I get what they were going for. It does look like he's melting. Like, I, I guess I'll, I'll kind of give up on, like, the, the, the shoes. You know, the old whirly shoes. Like, it could have looked better, but it doesn't look that terrible. But yeah. ah, it just... None of it feels correct, which is this whole game, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Everything's plastic, everything's bad. Um, It's bad enough that it looks like that, but it is the feeling. And Jake was saying, like, the spin dash is broken. But I think the whole rolling function is broken, because you Mm -hmm. don't gain proper momentum on it. When I was, like, in sections where you're, like, you do the old classic trick of, like, when there's a, a a steep incline and you keep rolling to try and gain momentum and get up a slope... You try that, and Sonic uncurls from a ball, so you're ready. He's ready to do a, a homing attack, and I'm like, yep, "What are yep. you doing there with your arms and legs spread eagle like that? What, Sonic? <laughs> what are you doing? It's it ruins it." But the trick to it, as I forgot about until I played this again, oh, I thought I'd screwed up and got myself into a point that I couldn't get past from. Nope, you just run. Yep, just run, and it's all solved because Sonic yep. can just run up everything. <laughs> Just hold right. Yep. Yep. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I I will say that aside from how he looks and, you know, the funny thing is, is one of the few um, uh, fan mods for this game is uh, porting the textures from the uprezzed iPad version to the console versions because the console versions have this horrendous fake cell shaded look on all of the characters that just looks like garbage it's not as severe on the wii version which i did notice when i was playing a little bit of that probably because if i remember correctly the wii version um let's see was limited to a oh hold on let me get the uh it was 50 megabytes yes limited to 50 megabytes and so the resolution was limited to like sub 480p like the 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 i think i think it was exactly 480 was like 640 by whatever but yes the the, which would make a lot of sense oh it looks a little better because it's blurry and shrunk down um (laughs) even compared to the phone version um but yeah i i really did not like that the 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 filter over Sonic and Eggman and most of the badniks. It's I I guess I get why they did it because they're trying to I guess soften it and make it blend in with the backgrounds more. But the backgrounds are also like a gosh I think I mean we'll get to it. But you you mentioned Donkey Kong Country, Jake uh, talking about the you, you oh, know yeah. the, the lost labyrinth. But that's what some of these backgrounds look like to me. Yeah. But not in a good way because this is not in the mid nineties on a Super Nintendo. <laughs> yeah. This was the the HD consoles and PC. Like, ugh. it's 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 hard for this game to have an identity when it's so ugly. Yeah, and it's like you try playing that on a modern PC now with a much higher resolution, those those textures do not scale up very well. <laughs> I, I do want to go on record and say that like the cell shading definitely looks weird to say in the least uh i don't mind it so much on sonic but eggman well his uh, especially with the cell shading but his model in general just doesn't look great (laughs) he looks fake like the big twist at the end is going to be that this is a a fake eggman (laughs) especially because like it seems like the whole time he's got like the biggest like teethy smile of all mankind like the entire (laughs) time (laughs) like his face doesn't change at all 
why are you why are you so happy sir you're you're supposed to be angry at this little hedgehog it's the botox hedgehog i can't not <laughs> smile <laughs> uh splash hill is also the first zone so it's the first one to where in the second and third acts it introduces uh level gimmicks which um you know we've we've in our revisiting of the eight bit titles have realized hey these can work really well and and Splash Hill they're mostly fine I think in Act Two it's the rope swings the vines and in yes. Act Three it's the zip lines yeah which you you homing attack they're fine I can see where most of the level is is designed around them they just uh, you know they are they're there they are unobtrusive but also not too special either one way or the other. It's the layouts I have a problem with. The level layouts are so... Classic Sonic games tend to have, like, alternate paths, like, upper routes and lower routes. But you can get to the upper... Like, there's not much of an upper route. Mostly you're sort of funneled into an upper route by, here's here's a bunch of bubbles, boost into them. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden you'll be, like, on the upper route, you've earned your way to the top, so the rest of it's going to be smooth sailing, except then there's a bottomless pit and you die. And on the first level! Oh dear! (laughs) (laughs) you know this sounds like a compliment it's really not the the boss for splash hill might be the best one because it's just a rehash of the first you know the the chain boss from from sonic one the first sonic boss yeah yeah. it's worth noting by the way that this the structure is like act one act two act three and then you unlock a boss round which is kind of a little bit like what was going on in the 8-bit games but I don't know, man. Oh, by the way, you can actually you can <laughs> you can actually unlock play any of the levels in any order you want. Yeah, that that yeah. was one thing I thought was really cool. That's a pretty interesting approach. It's interesting. Uh, you have the option to play it like a proper Sonic game, um, <laughs> but like I don't know, man. Uh, it's it's cool to have the option, but it still feels a bit weird to me as a, as a boring old Sonic fan. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yes, I feel like it feels weird because like this and also like I was saying the 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 first boss of this game is just the original Sonic boss except there is a oh I I think the uh one, one of the official terms is pinch mode to where for the last yeah. two yep. to four <laughs> hits uh the the boss switches to a different mode and that and the level select and also some of the stage gimmicks and the fact that this was a dimps game feels more it would be so much more at home in a sonic rush game like i believe sonic rush introduced the pinch mode to where oh it's the last hit the boss is going to do something different if if this game was not forced into a classic sonic mold it could have been its own thing it needed that pinch mode by the way on the for green hill boss uh sorry splash hill boss that tells you a lot doesn't it Um, yeah (laughs) because this homing attack makes a joke out of it yeah like i was like uh, you know like we've we've played that a version of that boss quite a few times recently and this one's just like homing attack homing attack homing attack homing attack oh here comes the the pinch mode oh no and that bit's kind of cool because he's just lobbing that we've talked about it before lobbing the wrecking ball overhead at sonic yep that's like objectively like the coolest part of this game because it does come out of nowhere you're like whoa whoa and then (laughs) sonic mania kind of does it bigger and better by having the death egg robot in green hill zone (laughs) again like this ain't your daddy sonic 4 sonic Sonic mania mate (laughs) the 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 pinch mode mute like we've talked about it before in our sonic 3d uh, soundtrack episode but the first boss music is the 
unused uh, Sonic 3D boss oh. theme, or at least a version of yep. it, because there are multiple. Yeah. That's the clown music. <laughs> Should have stayed unused. Yeah, it's not great. There's just so much dissonance of like, oh, the Splash Hill music, or even the regular level music, and then, oh, here's the boss, and you're like, man, this f***ing song again? Jeez. <laughs> The pinch music, though, is pretty cool. Like, it gives it's pretty it's tight. a sense of urgency. <laughs> the problem with it is that <laughs> is going to be looping real early because its original purpose was for a small part of the boss battle. Let's remember that for later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of the a lot of the music, even in the like the the HD PS3 version, I played loops very soon. Like even yeah. like some of the levels, I was like, I think that was only like sixty seconds, and now we've <laughs> looped back to the original. And you know, I am not an expert at Sonic Four Episode One. I do not speed run this game. Like some of these, some of these levels will take like three to five minutes, and so that is a lot of time to think about. Dang, this song looping already? Okay. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Let me hear it four more times. It's just kind of sad that, that, like, we talked about the structure, the three-act structure. It's just, like, r- you can't call this Sonic 4 if you're not at least having at least one level transition between them. Like, I, I don't know, there's something about going right back to a standard non-falling goalpost that feels wrong. You know? Uh, it's It's... it's it really should have just been Sonic the Portable. I keep saying. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but you can, you can, you know, you can press triangle or Y or whatever top button is to go to the next act with just a, you know, a fade in and out. I, and, and to be fair, there is one level transition. I think it's only in the HD versions. It's how Sonic gets from Mad Gear to Egg Station as he hops on a cute little rocket with tails yeah, on it. That's about it. Yep. But that's it. Yeah. And it's, oh boy. But, you know, you, you wrap up Slash Hill and then get dropped into Casino Street, which... Unless you go to the special stages first. Uh, okay, yes. These special yeah. stages, we mentioned them. It's Sonic 1, but instead of controlling him, you are rotating the entire stage. Yep. Which, again, makes more sense in the mobile version where you're tilting your phone back and forth. It's meant for gyroscopic functions. This doesn't feel right at all. And, and also, it's the Sonic 1 ones again. I thought we could move past those things. But with more, <laughs> I guess, more tie-dye in the background. And also yeah, the no weird fish. gimmick of you're timed. And also you have to collect rings along the way to unlock um, to unlock gates to make it to the Chaos Emerald. I don't hate the idea of the ring gates, but I think that that and the time limit together makes things unnecessarily stressful. Yeah, and your, uh, what is it? Your goal blocks, which just have exclamation points on them now. Full disclosure, everyone. Uh, when I first played this, I got all the Chaos Emeralds because I'm a good boy and I wanted to <laughs> show that I was good at Sonic. This time around, I decided, no, thank you. Bye bye. <laughs> Uninstall Java. I'm done. Uh, I, I did finish what? the game, but that's it. I, I'm the opposite. Uh, the first time I played the game, I I did the very first the the very first special stage, and I got flashbacks of the Sonic One special stages. I said, "Screw this, not worth it." <laughs> and as an adult, well, a more adult now, <laughs> um, I I went back and played this for the for this episode. And at first, I was going to say, "No, screw it again," but I was like, "You know what? No, I'm not going to be a weenie." And you know what? 
dang it, I'm proud of myself. I got all of them, especially that last special stage. I just wanted yeah, to like punch those, a hole in the wall, but I finally did it. <laughs> yeah, the, la- the last, you know, three are ridiculously yeah. tough. Actually, honestly, the f- the fifth one, I think, is the one that made me want to Yeah, like- no, the fifth one is absolutely the worst one because it keeps trapping you, like, behind those uh, transparent gates where you don't see them coming, Ugh. and then you have to, like, turn your way around to, like, get out of them. And then there's, like... 12 of those some of them made me want to barefoot kick a window just to (laughs) feel something (laughs) other than rage (laughs) i think i think i was the happy medium where i'd already unlocked them uh, on my the last time i played this (laughs) so i just replayed the first couple to say like yep these are weird same with the mobile version which i does still work on modern phones uh uh for the most part and i'm like yep this this was obviously made for for tilting a device back and forth. I mean, yes, they are difficult, but just they're just kind of meh and weird. <laughs> and the the music is so weird because it doesn't sound like anything else in the game. And it's like this little it's I like almost a, expect this to be like in, it's like a music box, like a baby lullaby. I, I almost expect it to be in Tales in the Music Maker for the Sega <laughs> Pico. Well, it is modeled after the Sonic One one, but it's just a bad copy of that basically yeah. no, no offense to mr senaway but it felt like he was just like um this vaguely sounds like that one all right we're done for the day see you everyone uh I've, and you you access the special stages like sonic one by getting 50 rings and making it to the goal normal people do i see the giant ring at the end and jump into it and somehow miss and then while i'm trying to correct and get back to it yeah. I, too much time passes and i get shoved off the edge repeatedly that. Didn't have that problem with the classic games, I'll tell you that. But I'm not bitter. <laughs> uh, so, Jeremy, you mentioned being able to play it on modern phones, but you, uh, I think this is a good point to bring up. You have an iPhone, right? Yeah, right now, as of this recording, I have an iPhone 12, and it's, I was able to look it up in the store. Like, it's still available. Like, I didn't have to go to my purchase, like, for delisted stuff. So, I, just like the Steam version is still available, like, it's still out there on platforms. Yeah. Uh, in my case, I I have always stuck with Android phones, and I, I still hold on to my old phones. Uh, Usually, like, I'll hold the last one just in case something happens with the newest one. But, like, at this point, I have old ones if I ever want to go back and just mess around with the architecture or anything. Mm -hmm. But I went back to my LG G3 uh, because I knew that the version of Android on there was old enough that it it was supposed to work. I And I had gotten the mobile versions of Sonic 4 1 and 2 uh, through, like, a Humble Bundle that was for Android Mm -hmm. games years ago. I downloaded them. I tried them. For some reason... Episode two works on the G3, but not the first one. And I tried downloading episode one uh, on like my newest phone and like a previous phone. And it, I kept getting the same error where like there was, I guess, some sort of critical file that was just not there when I got down, when I got it downloaded. So I don't know if I'll look into trying to make it work on Android because I guess I'm morbid like that. But <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I bet that there is some version of that APK that, that you could, you could load or side, you could side load that would work. Like that is the beauty of having a more open platform like Android is you can just mess around with any old version that people have archived. Yeah. That is it's super weird to look at the mobile version also came out on a lot of stuff like, Aside from the consoles, but iOS, Windows Phone, BlackBerry, what? 
and the Ouya, which is not mobile, <laughs> but just worth mentioning that episodes one and two of Sonic 4 were released on the Ouya. Ouya. <laughs> Ouya. That's how you got to say it. Oh Whereas goodness. it should have been on just like one phone, maybe at best, and not released for multiple consoles. It should have been a portable only game. <sighs> I think what gets me is that it was on a Blackberry. <laughs> yes back when when they were were trying to stay up with the smartphone thing <laughs> anyway i would have tried like playing more of these special stages if it, if it didn't require me to play more sonic 4 stages again <laughs> yep. that's where i was at because you whatever whenever whatever stage you got an emerald on it's stuck there and you can't use that one again you can't just farm act one of splash all over and oh, over again i wish much to my chagrin uh, which is an interesting way to do it i wouldn't say it's good or bad it's it's weird but then i could see if you were a little if you were a little uh uh ocd about that like if it wasn't the first seven zones that you got the emeralds in then it would forever be like just scattered over <laughs> the select screen and mine's a little bit Anyway, hey, y'all want to play Casino Night from Sonic 2, but worse? Yeah! yeah. Actually, no, but we're going to do it anyway. <laughs> that's, that's, that's all I have to describe Casino Street, because there's... Oh, man. Except for the level gimmicks, like... Oh, you want to run on some cards that flip up? Just like platforms in other games, but bad this, somehow? This might have been the level where the problems with the momentum became the most apparent like i immediately oh. think of like yeah. there were a couple points where i tried to you know spin dash off a ledge to clear a gap and sonic just immediately drops as soon as he you know loses footing beneath him or like i think of hopping in the cannons shooting and i don't hold a direction and he like hits the apex of the uh shot and then just boom straight down yeah. They they try to put some Sonic 2 style pinball sections in this and it just does not function. <laughs> um, and yeah, we've already brought up in Act 2, the gimmick is um, they, they, they have cards you flip over. There some you flip over for like bonuses and I... I don't really think there's any rhyme or reason to it other than some have like positive Sonic faces and ring amounts on them. And some have Eggman that doesn't give you anything, but it just seems like all you're getting is rings and stuff, which, which is fine. It's just, and then it has the card platforms where sometimes you will, will hit them and it'll bring out a, a, and a path of cards for you to run on and some have like vanishing platforms where the card is flat for you to stand on and then it gives you a little bit of warning and then it flips up and falls through and you know standard platforming stuff um it but- made it feel like an old 90s platform actually especially with the music and everything it, it felt like something from a generic platformer not sonic it's fine i guess but i didn't really enjoy it <laughs> it kind of reminded me just in aesthetics not really the gameplay maybe a little design of um is it uh mickey and donald's world that's of exactly Illusion? what i was thinking yes that's exactly the mega drive. Even down to the music and everything it was i was i was wondering if i was the only one i was maybe i was lying to myself it's like is this like an old disney title from the mega drive or maybe the i Master love System? that game yeah i i that that, that game is so weird because i never played castle of illusion which i think is everyone agrees like mm. the best mickey platformer it's good, Real good. but I always rented um, at my local, you know, rental store, a World of Illusion, because he, I think, yeah, you could play co-op with Mickey and Donald. And so me and my sister would sit down and go through that game. And oh, yeah, it's 
I think that's a really good game, beside the point. I just want to talk about a good game right now. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, that just reminded me of how I've recently... Sorry, this is, might not make it into the episode, but I was recently reading the manga of Uncle from Another World, that isekai about an old man who... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> who just cares... Oh, the only thing he really cares about in the world is Sega games, and I could... You know, I feel you, mate. Um, and he was, <laughs> they, did, they did, like, one chapter that was just him, like, talking about the games he likes on the Mega Drive Mini, and he was talking about how he would play, like, World of illusion but he would like play mickey with his hands and donald with his feet oh that's so sad and like but maybe i would have <laughs> <laughs> i remember the weirdest thing i did that was using rubber bands and my hands and probably a foot to hook up four gamecube controllers so i could hold down the z button and hear the the special intro sound oh I think, yeah i can't remember it's it's not the rubber ducky one i think it's the samurai one oh my gosh i forgot about that <laughs> yeah i think i did that by myself as a you know a, a preteen. just didn't call anybody into the room hey will you help me like no probably pressed it with my pinky toe <laughs> oh. man kids these days they don't. They they don't know how hard it was. Sometimes you have to use your feet to play games. <laughs> We're good doing anything to talk about. To stop talking about Sonic Four at this point. But uh, I, I will say I I do like um, the I actually do like the card gimmick in uh, Street Zone Act Two. Um, I especially I legitimately enjoy just the way uh, that flying path of cards looks when you do like the three homing attacks on it and it just like shoots you to another part of the stage. Because yeah. there's just I don't know that it's to me it's charming and I enjoy it visually. <laughs> it's 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 fairly unoffensive until the the very last checkpoint, which is about yep. less than five seconds from the goal, where they set up a and again this would be so much more appropriate in a rush game where you have a boost where you hop on a vanishing uh path of cards that are about to flip up and if you don't run at top speed you'll fall and if you had the boost button in a sonic rush game um but you don't in this and so if you hesitate even a fraction of a moment and this happens in i think mad gear also has one of these with the the pistons then yeah. you die and you go right back to the last yeah checkpoint which again you're you're literally right at the goal and i'm like is that really worth having that last death trap there yeah. like i don't i feel like the the classic games don't do this a lot if they do it at all they 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 try and let you know not surprise you with stuff like this i i like to think that like when they were getting the feedback people were like oh man we really hate having to start over after that last platforming section and the devs were like don't worry we got you fam we're putting a star post there you're good <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah don't don't remove the stupid obstacle yeah just put a star post literally right before the goal and then you know if i don't know why you would want to do time attack or score attack on this game but if you are you might as well just you know quit right there yeah. <laughs> you, you don't need that achievement that badly <laughs> no. and and luke you've already mentioned that the the cannons in act three are just abysmal yep. they hey they're sacked i'm sorry uh, they, I, I timed out on this one. <laughs> oh yeah it's so bad you know i talked about how i already had all the chaos emeralds on my save file when i went back into this so supersonic for me was a i'm so fucking sick of this level i need to get through it and it <laughs> doesn't really help you on this one where you have to carefully aim these cannons which 
sound and seem to be kind of based on the ones from um casino night from from sonic 3 but carnival night did, did i say casino night yeah well we're all like lost in our casino carnival levels right now <laughs> it's <laughs> like this is just casino night from sonic 2 but with a teeny tiny little bit of carnival night but not really it's just these stupid cannons and they're just terrible like because of the the physics of this like I, I don't know. I don't even want to spend time on them, except, you know, you, you get to the boss and it's a weird version of the Casino Night from Sonic 2 boss, except it's much what? easier. It's a way easier version of the Egg Catcher from Sonic 2. But you can't do the rolling up the thing because there's bumpers in the way. You can't do the incline rolling, which was what made it fun originally. Like, just going ridiculous with it. And and getting caught between the roof and and Robotnik in the original and bouncing and like oh I, I did the whole boss without touching the ground and this one it is just well homing attack <laughs> oh another homing attack oh I got him yeah the yep, the hardest yep. part of that boss is after you finish it and you're trying to get out of the the arena and you keep yeah. rolling past it or stuff <laughs> yeah. yes like trying to end the stage. <laughs> waiting for the piece of the level to just unceremoniously slide up so you can get to the the end goal which i you know the 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 goal at the end of bosses is like a sonic 2 animal capsule and i guess that's cute right i guess it's fine fine. by the way is it worth talking about the iphone version of act 2 which was originally yeah i think i think we do need to mention that because that was one of the ones that significantly changed between the phone and the uh I d- did not make it that far because it's a score attack pinball level, isn't it? It's the only time you really use the gambling, like the slots machine, I think. You don't actually... Do you get that in Act 1? I don't think so. I never no. come across um, it. It's, like you would. It, it, it is in Act 1, I remember, because I... Okay, I didn't find it. I encountered it in <laughs> my playthrough, but... Like, I also just skipped it all. I get, yeah. Like we were talking about upper paths, like the game is just yeah. like, you didn't fall, so you don't get to see that, stupid. <laughs> but yeah, it's just a... You just need to get, like, how many points is it? It's a points challenge. It reminds me of Casinopolis in Sonic Adventure, but way, way worse. I'm sorry, I think you mean Casinopolis? That's the canon way that Amy Rose pronounced <laughs> okay, it. Okay, Amy. Oh my uh, god! <laughs> yeah, we're not going back. <laughs> yeah, there there are a couple of of versions that are different in the iPhone version. I can't speak to the other mobile versions. I imagine they're the same. I looked at a video. They're yeah, <laughs> that's. I mean, they're, they're just gimmicky. I I, yeah, I think they were right to take that out for the console version because, like, I think that maybe works a little bit better on phones just because of the way that that game plays, but console it would not have done well yeah even though like you said it's a huge missed opportunity that they didn't try and do it with the wii controller but i mean again like we said they were probably scrambling to get the the console versions like based on that terrible feedback from the leak and it was just never meant to be unfortunately um i think the other big difference between the the mobile and the console ports is in the next zone which is lost labyrinth which is guess which zone this is based on uh, yeah i mean <laughs> donkey kong country mining card madness <laughs> yeah, yeah that's right i if, and if i had to say something positive it's probably the least frustrating labyrinth level i can think of as far that's as because like it's not really a water level until the third act <laughs> there's, there's a, a little water. bit there's of water, water the yeah, there is a bit some, of water but it's not it's, it doesn't really feel <laughs> you like get your feet wet until that 
It's it's more of a water level in the Lego Dimensions version of this stage. I was about to say it's <laughs> it, it's, it's also earlier. much more tolerable and <laughs> I guess fun uh, in the Lego Dimensions. And the music for at least this first act is also it feels like a labyrinth level. It does evoke like Marble Zone and and whatnot. It's trying to do a pan flute like kind of um, yeah. So it goes that sort of like mystical temple vibe, and I like the look of the level. It's got some really detailed backgrounds, like you see the sort of catacombs in the distance. That's, yeah, I like that. That's something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, com- compared to like the you know the the plastic trees in Splash Hill, uh, it 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 is pretty. It, it it does look pretty nice. I feel like this is the, um maybe the ultimate like like you already said like hey here's like six seven eight ten different of those little bubble guys in a row. Yeah, <laughs> get your homing attack out so you can get on that upper level. I like the Squidward faces in the background though. Oh, yeah, those like tiki adjacent faces. Like looking at the shot you just posted, the background does look pretty, very nice compared to the rest of this game. It's nice to be able to say. I also think this one got maybe a little bit excessive with the gimmicks. Like, yep. Act two. Well, Act one is all about the balls. Yeah, Yeah, you gotta you gotta handle those balls. Just. Just be careful with them, you know, you don't want to slip with your... You gotta make sure the balls drop at the right time. <laughs> I love them balls! Yeah, the, the you, you balance on these giant, like... I mean, they're not Indiana Jones boulders. They look like, you know, they they go with the temple, but they're they're on tracks and you just have to balance on them to to get to the, yeah. the end. And I remember, I mean, the mobile version is kind of hell because you're tilting your phone back and forth, but it's it's much, much easier with a controller. Yeah. The second act is i mean i commend them for trying like this is the tiny little bit of sandopolis from sonic 3 and knuckles dna to where your sonic's carrying this little torch and you're lighting like empty braziers to to so you can see more of the level like the level's very dark um and it's it's kind of cute they do some interesting things with it like you know having the torch also be able to light fuses to destroy stuff in the way and like yeah there's some puzzles where you have to like hit specific torches in order to try and like create a path for you to ascend that's kind of neat but this is also where the minecart stuff starts coming in and i believe oh that is this one yeah and i believe in the mobile version those minecarts are tilt controlled and it's not great yeah, the mo- the mobile version, it's just straight up the minecart through the stage, as far as I can tell. You're just tilting along a big track, and it does not look fun. <laughs> no, I remember, and you can still feel like the 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 DNA of those tilt yeah. controls stripped out of the console version because the the jumping on the carts is not very responsive and. I mean, I think the funniest thing about this is is I like the torch mechanic. I feel like if that was all there was to the level, it would be fine. This act just goes on way too long in the console version. And the, the funny thing about it is if you transform into supersonic, his aura immediately lights up the entire level. So you <laughs> basically don't have to do the first gimmick at all. 
there's one section as well where you've got like time hitting the uh the little braziers to light up and it will like set like little level gimmicks will pop up to uh yeah to give like your path but it might like block you off so you've got to hit them you've got to hit them at the right time but it's really hard to hit to because you're jumping to do it because sonic's holding that torch the whole time even when he's doing a spin attack and sometimes you're gonna hit like one at the same time and then you're just blocked off and it's that bit gave me a bit of trouble for at least a few minutes same yeah, it's like like you said, Luke. It's it's cool in concept. The like, oh, you can't light them all up at the same time. You have to just do the specific ones that let you cross. But it's just not. It's hard to precision jump with this version of Sonic. And what's what's the big thing in Act Three of Lost Labyrinth? Public service announcement for anybody playing this on a modern PC: make sure you're not set to integrated graphics for this game because if you do when you go underwater you will not be able to see literally anything it's just a black screen blocking the whole thing and you'll have to play literally blind uh if you set it to you know the performance gpu or whatever that fixes it it's fine it's good but trying to figure out how to fix that gave me a lot of frustration the other night so that's the real world of darkness level, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did not have that problem on my playthrough, thank goodness, because that sounds not good. Yeah, I I did take a picture just to give you an idea. It's the, Yeah, the screenshot that Luke sent us, I think it was either earlier today or yesterday. It was yesterday. It was literally like you saw maybe maybe like a fifth of the level, and then the rest was just literally just matte black. <laughs> <laughs> I think also yes, the <laughs> you're underwater, so the countdown timer has also started. Oh yeah, <laughs> there's like a red four in the blackness. <laughs> a little extra, little extra tension there. I think isn't also this act the one to where Sonic gets stuck in like a little God, you, you have to drain the water by tilting this. Yes, that's definitely a holdover from the mobile game, right? Yes, that feels so bad because the entire screen is tilting. And again, on your your full size television on a console game, and you're just like, no, this was made for a phone. Like you're you're tilting to the right, and also I think the last one, like trying not to get Sonic caught on the spikes, but so yep. that the water drains so Sonic can finish the level. Oh, it 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 looks and feels so bad. And again, just cements in my mind, this was just meant to be a mobile game. I know we keep saying that, but that has just been a new revelation to me. And it just answers so many questions about I've had, like, how did this get made? (laughs) Yeah. One thing I will say, though, is I think I like Lost Labyrinth's boss a lot more than actual Labyrinth from Sonic 1. Oh, yes. It's it's yeah, Yeah. it's it's not as claustrophobic, I find. You've got a lot of space to get around. And it's shorter. it is shorter, but then, uh, <laughs> but we'll get to that. Yeah, basically, you're chasing Eggman again. Uh, it's the Eggmobile boss from Labyrinth Zone Sonic 1, but not in as quite a tight a space. Like, there's like a big amount of ground that you've got to get through. And it, it you know, it's, it's perfectly acceptable. Then you get to the pinch mode, which is basically when you chase him out of it. And this is where it gets a little bit tricky. Yeah, I I remember I specifically have memories of trying to complete the no hit challenge on the last level because hey, the last level is a boss rush and then the final boss. Okay, so so Eggman, he brings up columns to block off the level and then you hear rumbling like, oh, here come more columns and then it's different 
uh, different combinations of columns that fill out the entire screen except where Eggman is that will come up and crush you. But yep. they come in at different speeds so you can jump on the, you know, the first one that comes out. Um, get to where Eggman is, get a hit in, and hopefully be safe from the crushing columns. The problem I have with it is, is like we've already mentioned, you rebound off of Eggman after using a homing attack and just go flying backwards. And so if your timing is off, instead of being safe from the crushing columns, your rebound will throw you right back into them and then Oh, then you get to start the boss over. And especially if you're, again, you're trying to do the boss rush, that ends your run right there. And it's bad in the original game, original version of the level too, because then you're having to do that little chase Eggman bit again, which isn't that bad. But it's like, oh man, I, I've just learned the patterns. Now I need to do this platforming bit again before I get to try the boss again. It is about learning patterns and like getting the timing right, but it's quite finicky, I think, and... I don't know. I'm j- I just get really nervous around crushing bosses. I feel those are definitely should be reserved <laughs> yeah. for like the end of the game. Yep. And, and to be fair, you can, if you get the timing perfect, you can score two hits on Eggman because he has lots of invincibility frames. I wish he would flash. Uh, I, I can't remember if he does or not, at least not for very long. I wish he flashed as long as he had invincibility frames, but it's about... I want to say two and a half seconds, but if you get the timing perfect, you can score two hits. So you can basically yeah. like two cycle this last for part of the boss. But is it worth getting the timing perfect in Sonic Four? I <laughs> if you're trying to get I'll done leave faster. that up to you, audience. <laughs> <laughs> and the next zone, you want Metropolis Zone from Sonic Two? Everyone's favorite Sonic Two zone. Oh yeah, no, but, but... worse and more boring. Now, welcome to Mad Gear Zone, where you get to fight Damned and Eddie E and Poison yeah, and Roxy <laughs> and Dore and Belger. And... I wish, man. I, I I don't have anything to say about this level, to be perfectly honest. It's, it's very ugly and boring. <laughs> so I think this zone is the one with the tracks I like most on the soundtrack. I, I literally think I was in a fugue state by the time I got this one. I'll have to re- refresh my memory. Lots of crushing, lots of uh, Metropolis. Just Metropolis, Metropolis, Metropolis. Yeah. And then there's one bit where you have to use your homing attack or die. So, Yeah, like, this was also one of the ones where I realized, oh, wait, when an enemy throws a projectile like Slicer's Arms... It doesn't stop when you go off screen or it goes off screen. It keeps going. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Slicer's just in it to win it. And <laughs> to um, it, to kind of go back to the Donkey Kong comparisons again, this is definitely a Fear Factory-inspired level to me. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I also do appreciate... I, I do want to believe that this is a a reference back to Sonic 3 and... Uh, and Oh, Flying Battery? Flying Battery. I'm the worst Sonic fan. <laughs> um, <clears throat> no, oh, trust, trust me, me you're not. There are worse. <laughs> there are so much worse. Um, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I think it, like in the backgrounds of all the Mad Gear uh, acts, there's those spinning metal hashing things that are also in Flying Battery. And I want to believe that that's a direct reference to it because otherwise, honestly, it just doesn't make sense in my Sonic mind. <laughs> It is. It is. Metro- it is mostly just Metropolis. They've got some. Like they've got you running on gears instead of running on screws. Yes. Uh, 
stuff like that. They've got the pipes that transport you from one area to the other. They've got a lot of the same enemies. The Asterons are still there, making it very difficult to get through certain uh, passages. And then in Act 3, they throw the Hydrocity, Hydrocity <laughs> creeping wall at you, except it's got saws on it now, and it is way more threatening and fast than it ever was before. Oh, yeah, I that thing. Hate it. Man. I hope you like the sound of sirens. And <laughs> yeah, that too. Panic. <laughs> yeah, when, when, I, when we went back, when we all went back to playing this, and when I went back to playing this for this episode, and I got to this act, I was like, what the crap? <laughs> it scared me a little. Yeah, no, it is like super duper tough. It does give it a sense of finality, I think. But uh, yeah, I think it's yeah. I think it's a good way to end the the trilogy of Mad Gear. <laughs> Although you do also have those um, the the platforms that again lead lead credence to the whole this should have been a mobile port thing or a mobile game because <laughs> it, it, like he rolls so slow, but you have to like wait for him. Yeah, the uh, like tilting balance things. Yes. Yep. Yeah, between between those and having to run on the gears and all the pistons trying to crush you, like yeah, those gears are mad, man. They are some mad <laughs> gears. Some mad like, gears. Ser- seriously though, like that is that is easily the hardest stage in the game, in my opinion, and I'm eager not to have to play that again for a good <laughs> long while because, woof. Was indeed. <laughs> but hey, then you get then you get a boss battle, and would you know it? It's a Metropolis style boss battle. It is a Metropolis style boss battle in the first phase, but I am convinced that the second phase is the direct inspiration for the boss battles in Sonic Runners. Maybe. Oh, you mean like chasing Eggman? Because it's a bit Mushroom Mushroom Hill style. Well, yeah, but specifically, Eggman is like throwing bouncing projectiles and like spikes that sit on the ground and stuff like that. Like it is almost exactly the same boss from Sonic runners. Mm, yeah. It also reminds me of the bosses from Sonic advance too. Yeah. I could see that as well. And Oh yeah. That was a dims game too. Yep. Yeah. That was back when they were making good ones, <laughs> <laughs> but they also weren't called Sonic four. Yeah. To see this. Yeah. Jeremy, do you have anything to say about um, the uh, Mad Gear Zone? That because I think you said you blanked out. I I like the the concept of the last act with the big scary wall. It just immediately neuters itself. That it, it works much better uh, with the the truck in in City Escape that kind of stops once it hits you to let you get. But when the giant wall stops to let you have a chance to, it should just be instant death. Uh, yeah. You know, <laughs> seeing it speed up and slow down, it's it just really neuters it. And then yes, the the tilting platforms again, like obviously a leftover vestigial of the mobile port. Um are just really dumb because they take so long to fall on. And you're like, yeah, I guess that wall's just waiting for me to get through this part. <laughs> and, and as if it, you know, wasn't obvious, like I don't like Metropolis zone and Sonic two either. So I don't like this one that is just it, but worse. <laughs> and it also has three acts, just like Metropolis zone, slowing everything down, man. I think it was Act Three of Mad Gear where I realized that all I have to do with the spin dash is hit it once, and then I get enough speed to like clear some of those ramps if I get stuck. Yeah, and which that yeah. was that was a godsend because I was definitely stressed when like at the beginning when I saw the the uh, 
big scary drill wall coming at me. But then, yeah, you you realize yeah. like it also slows down for you. And <laughs> if the wall were a character, I imagine it would say, "I'm not actually here to kill Sonic. It's the thrill of crushing that sustains me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's the fear, the fear in his eyes." Oh. And then we did mention this is the only level transition, only in the the HD versions, I believe, where Sonic hops on a rocket that Tails has made somewhere. I I thought somewhere I saw somewhere that this rocket is from something else. Does is it supposed to kind of look like the one from Sonic the Fighters? I, it kind of looks like it. I don't think it's specifically from anything else. Either way, it's not really a true zone transition because it's not like the end of Mad Gear Zone. It's actually back to Splash Hill, which I suppose accounts for the fact that you could be playing this in any order yeah. that you want. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, you're <laughs> right. It's it's just a generic rocket that Tails it's, made for Sonic just in case. <laughs> it's like one of the only cutscenes in the whole game. They, they, would, they would do more of those in the next game, but... Yes, it would add some charm to it. Yeah. Something it was in desperate need of. And the egg EGG e- station, which we already joked about that on our Death Egg episodes, because this is kind of a pseudo Death Egg. Um, what does EGG stand for? Uh, probably El not. Gran Gordo! No! It's a boss rush where all the previous bosses only take four hits. But they're a little bit harder. Yeah, they all like go straight into phase two. Yeah, straight into pinch mode. And then goes into the most disappointing appearance of the Death Egg robot ever. A whopping 24 hits to defeat this boss. It's not, it's like, it starts off ease, way easier because you got rings and it's the timing to hit him is like way less precise. So at first it's like, oh, this is easy. And his arms aren't sticking out to poke you. So you can easily yeah. just jump up and hit him. Every yeah. once in a while he'll put up his arm to block. But like, generally speaking, it's pretty easy to do. And then. Then pinch mode. And he gets all electrified and such. Yep. Even if you like tank the take the damage you can't actually damage him until you wait for him to shoot out his robot hand and then it lands really slow and then you hit it three times and it breaks his electrical shield and then you can score some hits i got four hits i learned how to do that you do a little spin attack then homing attack come back run back it's spin attack homing attack oh, I did the same okay thing. So that was how excellent I Yes, I I think that there is one other to where if you get directly under him and just tank the the damage you'll take, you can mm. get like ten to twelve hits in one Holy round. Holy crap! And you need to because Jesus Christ, this is so yes. Yeah. Oh my God! <laughs> Which you know wouldn't help you if you're trying to get that achievement for not getting hit throughout this whole thing. Oh boy! And to top it all off, I bet they thought they would be so cute. Like, hey, remember in Sonic Adventure? Watch out! He's up to something. Yep. Exactly. Yep. What if we did that here, except didn't telegraph it, and also made it to where if you don't anticipate the last hit, you get frozen on the floor, and then the floor falls out, and you die, and you get to do this whole boss over again. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, I, I knew it. it was coming, and I still died, because mm. I forgot that, it, that if you don't hit him right away, it's all over. Yes. God. Yeah, I think I died like five times before I finally got it. 
I don't know what's worse, either that or that in the epilogue, the only way to get the cool supersonic ending, even if you've collected all the Chaos Emeralds, is you run automatically. It's like the, you know, the very end of Sonic, Sonic 1, where Sonic runs back with all his animal friends, except you can control him as he's running automatically and jump to collect, I think it's 21 rings yes. littered. And that's how you unlocked a costume on the Xbox 360 version, and you get to see Supersonic. However, it, it sucks. <laughs> I remember. You have to be I remember so precise, mm. which means every time you want to even try, you have to beat that whole boss rush all over again. I remember in. 2010 looking up a a horrendous quality youtube video for the time <laughs> and plotting i drew on graph paper oh the whole goodness. little place and where the rings were and it's still i i'm pretty sure i did it eventually i cannot tell you how soul crushing it is to miss that and it, like you said have to go do the entire boss rush again just for a, a, a meaningless achievement basically just, yeah just to get a you know sonic hat for my xbox avatar well okay so you guys mentioned that but i remember hearing that that's what he had to do and trying it a couple times and i gave up on it and so when i would see somebody else with that hat i would just feel the soul crushing anger of i'm never oh don't get me hat. don't get me wrong <laughs> don't get me wrong i did it I got the hat, which is why I am justified in saying it's awful and it should not have been a thing. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't remember if I actually did it or not. I, I the la the memory I have is it being so frustrating and and. See, I know I got both. Of, I know I got both of those. Like they're not actual achievements, but if you do the if you do that and you beat Eggman after getting all the Chaos Emeralds, you get a Sonic hat and a Sonic body for your avatar, but. I know I got them because I still have the memory of not getting both pieces of the Eggman costume from episode two because you have Ugh. to beat the final boss without taking damage. That's that's another one I'm not sure if I got. So I, w I will never say because, yeah, that's just, hey, we already talked about sunk cost fallacy, man. <laughs> but regard regardless of if you get the cute little supersonic ending and your chivos and your trophies and your, your avatar hats and whatnot, you do, after sitting through the credits, um, you do get a, you know, the true ending, which is Sonic, you know, being a cool guy and then Eggman looking just like he does in the rest of the game. And then <gasps> <laughs> just sign his Eggmobile. Oh my goodness! It's the the a silhouette of Metal Sonic oh, in a huge to be continued screen. Yeah, because yep they they did more episodes after this. Oh, more episode. Yeah, so uh, yeah. specifically yeah. one more. <laughs> why 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 beat around the bush? Yeah, they they planned on doing at least three. It sure sounded like you would do four episodes of sonic 4 but no they only ever did two and then said what are we doing <laughs> <laughs> the very fact that they made this episodic is also like man this just should have been uh the mobile game i guess because you could get away with that that was the thing back then i mean this is where i believe this is where like the telltale models started to get very popular i mean telltale's the walking dead the original was a enormous success and was was episodic and so everyone decided to say hey we should try that too 
Yeah, maybe they should have borrowed from other things from that game, though, like making it good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, at this point, yes. I would. T- oh, man, I mean, we've already said that, right? That one of our dream concepts is a t- Telltale-style detective game with the chaotic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah. So uh, there actually is a little bit of information on Sonic 4 Episode 3, what could have been. Oh. Spe- oh. Specifically... It would have been developed by Sega Studios Australia, who did that Castle of Illusion remake, going oh, back wow. to an earlier conversation. And it, they were invited collaboration with one Mr. Christian Whitehead. Oh, oh my God. Well, we know what came out of that, at least. <laughs> but Sega Studios Australia got shut down. And then that was before christian stealth got ended up working on the sonic one and two remaster so yeah obviously that you know ended up being a very fruitful partnership in other ways and in a way we got the sonic 4 we always wanted out of that so i can't be too upset could could, could you even make the argument that sonic 4 had to exist and die prematurely in order for us to get those those Taxman ports that led to Sonic Mania. <laughs> I still remember when they were putting out the trailer for the Sonic CD remake, and they did it in the style of the Sonic 4 trailer and oh, was like, see, mm. the exciting prequel to Sonic 4 Episode 2. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I forgot about that. Because there, there is a, you know, if you owned both Episode 1 and 2, there is an Episode Metal Sonic, which kind of bridges the gap between CD and CD 4 and, that, and yeah. Episode 1 and 2. And we'll we'll, we'll get into that when we, we revisit Sonic 4 when we get to Episode 2 which hopefully we have some nicer things to say. I, I, I feel like we, we've had, you know, we, we, it's been easier to pay it compliments or it is easier to pay episode, com- episode two compliments once you've gotten through episode one because it does... I wouldn't it say it lowers the standards. Like the bar is like basically ho- barely hovering over the floor at this point. <laughs> it can make that jump. It can walk over it. To be honest, yes, I-, I can't say episode two fixes things. It improves upon them. Yeah, it is a definite improvement. But that is th- that is for another time. <laughs> but like you were saying, like we needed to have Sonic Four. Sonic 4 is like the liquid snake to Sonic Mania's solid <laughs> It had the flawed, regressive genes. Yeah. Whereas this is... Oh, man. Oh, uh, you know, goodness. what is the legacy of Sonic 4 Episode 1? The legacy of Sonic 4 Episode 1 is a lot of remixes, and like I said, technically speaking, it's kind of was that first test bed for the big classic Sonic revival. Because after Sonic 4 Episode 1, we got classic Sonic back in Sonic Generations, and then the Taxman ports of CD 1 and 2. And then eventually that led to Mania, and that led to, you know, Origins, and that led to Superstars. And, you know, a lot of what we see today with classic Sonic being back to prominence can be traced back to sonic 4 even if it was kind of a false start so as much of a as much of a controversial and i'm just gonna say it kind of bad game that sonic 4 was it was an important stepping stone in getting us to where we are today yeah it is funny to think like 
you wouldn't think that showing how bad classic Sonic games could be would lead to people feeling like, we need to make more of those. Look at Sonic 4. This is man. (laughs) But no, it was like literally a stepping stone. It was the the rotting corpse that they had to step on to climb out of the pit (laughs) to get back to what classic Sonic was. But the thing is that outside of the occasional remix of like Splash Hill or the title screen theme or something like the problem with sonic 4 is that it is so like heavily based on previous games that it really doesn't have any identity of its own so you don't see it come back or get referenced in basically any capacity because there's nothing unique to it to reference like you know you'll still see zones from episode two gets brought up in the comics you know like that's why white park where was what we mentioned like white park so much because of like you know it got used in idw because it was it stood out it had a really cool aesthetic that wasn't just what if this zone but but actually i suppose it was it was ice cap and carnival night but then they made a whole new zone out of that they were trying something different other than just okay uh this zone and we'll do it again but make it plastic And even, like, Sylvania Castle and Oil Desert had their own, you know, were different enough from what came before that they at least stand out in comparison so that you can do something original with them. But all of the zones in Episode 1 are just, hey, here's this other zone, but we're doing it again. And it's not, it even feels, like, more blatant than other games that have reused zones, like, mania or generations where they at least really did something different with them for you know the back half or the second act or whatever you know people complain about bringing back green hill zone but at least they're saying hey it's green hill zone again i'm not being like this is splash hill (laughs) yeah like it's green hill again but it's green hill but you go through some caves it's green hill but everything is turning to sand at least they're doing something with it splash hill just feels like more green hill with the occasional extra gimmick like it doesn't set itself apart unfortunately and that means that all of the zones from episode one just kind of get lost in the shuffle when you're looking back it's kind of funny to think like it's almost more insulting like it's bad enough that they called this Sonic 4, but to claim like these is no, this is Splash Hill. No, this is Lost Labyrinth. This is Casino Street. It's like, come it's on. It's my guys. original zone, Bleen Blill Zone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Man. I'm um really gr- glad y'all had something to say about the legacy of Sonic 4 because I forgot all I had put in the outline when I was typing it up was. <laughs> The Nicholas Winding Refn film title, Only God Forgives. <laughs> <laughs> but I do agree. I, I think you're, it is a weird, like, Back to the Future 2, like, <laughs> Biff rules, uh, uh, you know, alternate future. Like, without Sonic 4, like, the original attempt to go back to a classic Sonic, like, we may not have gotten, like, the good classic Sonic. And I, I don't know if that holds up really, examine if you really scrutinize it because 
the the other thing I looked up before I I before we started recording is like when did the, okay when were the new Super Mario Brothers games where were they at when this came out well Sonic Four came out in 2010 and the original New Super Mario Brothers on the DS came out in 2006. In fact, the Wii New Super Mario Brothers game was out before Sonic Four Episode One, and so. Look, I know people have thoughts about those Mario games. I think, you know, there, there are points to be made about how samey and safe they feel. They're perfectly competent, classic playing Mario they games. They play like Mario games do. <laughs> compared to this. So, th- yeah, I, I don't think it's wrong for Sega to try, you know, be inspired by other better games. Like, hey, I think Frontiers works pretty well by taking a little bit from other games but this was not it <laughs> like well at least sega has learned their lesson like they will never put a new 2d sonic game up against a new 2d mario game ever again am i right <laughs> yeah yeah who what who i don't want to steal your joke who said i wonder how that's gonna turn out <laughs> i mean it's you can steal it it's yeah <laughs> Well, hopefully, no, no matter what, we'll have a couple of superstars games to play this fall. <laughs> you know, Sonic 4 is important to us because it was so bad and they called it Sonic 4 that all the Sonic fans were like, no, we need to make good Sonic, classic Sonic games. And now we've now we've got Sonic Superstars coming out. So that's essentially the, the pipeline to that. Which, although is not, you know, does not feature the the Mania team, is is based on their work and would not have happened without it. Ooh. Exactly. And it looks good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, looks, it does. F- look good. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. We will definitely. We're all worried talk about, about the soundtrack that. at least. Uh, but then we heard actually, actually was gonna. We heard those placeholder tracks. It's like, oh, June, don't do it again. We heard what you did in Origins <laughs> Plus, but then we heard the actual tracks, and we're like, all right nature is <laughs> yes so. yes yeah that's that's why i wanted to be real clear when we talked about the music because people tried uh, not getting into it but people tried to say like oh well t t lopes is involved he'll save us from june Sinoway's satanic classic music <laughs> and people write to point out like that's shitty. like they these are yeah. like especially because yeah. t like wants to work with june worked with worked with him in the past on several remixes of sonic 4 specifically so like come on folks let's not boil it down to like such a silly silly thing like they, they they are going to work well with each other i'm sure just keep him away from that, that mega drive drum set if you please that, that's yeah. all i can say and i'm realizing we didn't mention it but yes you can get supersonic and he is ridiculously overpowered and hard to control Eight. <laughs> oh yeah i didn't i didn't get that so i i mentioned uh, he was my i'm ready to finish this level button and you know as far as supersonic themes go again it's it's not that bad the music um it's it's more at least it's more appropriate in this game than say like you know the the one written for sonic 3 and knuckles in origins but that's beside the point we're we're trying to we're trying to end this discussion on some positive notes here let's here's a positive note regard <laughs> on the subject of supersonic one of the greatest parts of sonic 4's legacy is the troll job <laughs> that june senoway did with the official soundtrack of sonic generation yeah it's not there in a cutscene itself but if you listen to the pre like final boss cutscene yeah. where uh sonic generations where both supersonics turn you get that hint of live and learn the no it's right before they're about to use the uh 
do the final attack on the time eater as they're you know holding the button bumpers to combine the okay is that what it is yeah oh god i don't think i ever knew that You fucks. <laughs> Take it. But it sounds good in that one, so I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. My thoughts on Supersonic and Sonic 4? Eight foot vertical leap. <laughs> uh, young, dumb, and full dumb of and you, know. <laughs> you know. You know. No, no, no. I want to read Holy shit, this thing show. does other colors. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Thanks for your time. I love you. Hey, Sonic the Hedgehog is in here. He just gave me a big bag of weed. Guys, I'm getting smoked out by Sonic the Hedgehog and Benjamin Franklin. I got a Justin McElroy quote to sum up the episode. It's trash. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks um, for joining us on A Hill Is Always Splashier. <laughs> there's, if it's okay, there's one tiny thing I want to mention. One last thing. Yeah, one final thing. Okay. Sonic, uh, Sonic's um, looking up animation... I like it a lot. It's yeah, that's it's very, very cute. It's completely <laughs> useless in game. It's very cute. There are a few yes. animations that I'm like, oh yeah, that's big old modern Sonic with the spaghetti limbs, and he looks cute. <laughs> um, when you duck, it does look like he's sucking his own dick, though. <laughs> well, that's true to hedgehog biology. <laughs> Sonic is anyway, anointing um, himself. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, I think it's time we just stop this immediately uh so let's sonic 4 thanks for taking the bullets so that sonic mania and everything else could live uh you can find me on twitter at cyberlink 420 you can find me around the internet as game buddies sometimes with a one two three um and on twitter at great job jeremy and by the time this is out um i'll also have a couple of new accounts for sonic f series on twitter up uh in fact the tumblr should be up right now which is just sonicf.tumblr.com um, yeah we're, we're looking into a few other potential places to uh get things going and we'll see if any of them actually take off or if we just end up with a bunch of dead accounts gathering cobwebs or whatever hey we can at least say we tried <laughs> yep we're gonna man as many lifeboats as we possibly can right now <laughs> yeah. at time of recording it's bad and i'm sure at time of release it'll be worse yes. uh, also i'm falero that's what you can find me as across the internet so I'm sure I'll be there somewhere as Valero. That's Jake, come on. I like your I like your your John remix of your jingle. R.I.P. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah. Sorry. Keep trying to end this episode on a high note. I have to remind you that Scatman is dead. Sorry. Very sorry. It really was his world. And I'm Rock the Jake. You can find me as Rock the Jake on rockthejake.com. No, I'm just kidding. Um, (laughs) uh, I'm Rock the Jake. You can find me on the socials as at Rock the Jake and on Twitch as Mr. Rock the Jake.
And of course, special thanks as always to Amy Waters for the use of our theme song from the album Gotta Go Slow. You can check out more of her work on YouTube and Bandcamp. Yay, yes. Amy! Thank, thank you for continuing to want to be associated with this show, Amy. We love you. <laughs> thank you Thank you for being a good piece of music that we can talk about on this episode. Uh, yes, yeah. hallelujah. <laughs> and of course, remember to subscribe, review, share, all that good stuff. Because if things do end up crashing and burning on our current platforms, we're going to need to get the word out on all of these other ones. And the more people we have listening and talking about the show the easier that becomes so you know do try to uh you know tell your friends we're we're look we've got some good stuff planned and we wanted to be able to share it with people so yeah. and that's that you might not think so after this episode but at the end of the day that's all we want is for people to be able to experience it yes <laughs> we're we're doing it to maintain our sanity and we want people to listen to us yeah so why did we play Sonic 4? Um, <laughs> Engagement! <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, th- this is, like, this podcast was the cleansing period, really. <laughs> yes, yes. But, in terms of what we're doing next time, by the time, like, at the time of recording, we are just about to finally get the next batch of Sonic Prime episodes. You're welcome. Netflix says it's season two, but we all know it's really just season one, part two. Yes. Uh Watch the first one, because it came out on YouTube at time of recording, but... The first one is really, really good. We are going to have some stuff to really dive deep on for this one i think so not not getting into my full thoughts but i i'm tentatively more excited for this next batch of episodes than i you know was after finishing the first if that makes sense (laughs) like seeing this little this little bottle episode has made me more excited now for more sonic prime i sure hope the rest of the season was good by the time this comes out Uh, yeah i'm sure it'll at least be fine if not good like I'm either way, I'm looking forward to it. After today, I'm happy to see Sonic in his prime. <laughs> um, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but until then, I'm Cyberlink. I'm Game Buddy. I'm Falero, and I'm Rat the Jake. And I'm going to dedicate the rest of my life to forgetting it. Hell. <laughs> 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 Oh, this has been The Hill is Always Greener, and we will see you on the other side. The hill is always splashier. <laughs> the splash is uh, always hillier. Where Sonic 4 isn't. Meow, 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 meow. Meow, 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 Ooh, I love it!